Hey everybody, welcome to the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm Matt Michaels, along with Sin City Steve, Rob Bussolari, and uh, from Los Angeles, George Hermosa, coming on with us uh, to do a little uh, count number one of our three counts. Uh, this week, uh, kind of breaking it up to uh, uh, have a couple episodes for next week. Uh, because of the fact that we are going to be at TNA Wrestling on the 13th and 14th here in Vegas. So we won't be able to live. We'll be at the uh, show. Yeah, we're going to watch uh, R-Truth Wrestle Magnus. <laughs> Good throwback there, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, speaking of throwback... Uh, the count we want to talk about this week here is um, something that uh, was pretty impressive this week. Uh, it was, uh, you know, kind of kind of spoiled a little bit uh, that The Rock was going to potentially be on Raw, um, you know, with, uh, with a picture that leaked out early on during the day. Uh, but... For the most part, uh, this was something I think that most fans didn't see coming. Uh, it was set up by uh, welcoming back a former WWE champion in Jinder Mahal, which I know, George, you probably popped. Uh, he's probably, what, one of your top five or, or top three champions? Right? Come on, dude. Top one. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, I man, mean, all, all, hail the, gender, man. all hail the modern day Maharaja. Uh, but it was it the was Indian Ric Flair. <laughs> Although, does he kind of look like an Indian Dane Cook? <laughs> oh God! Now, now yeah. that you're saying that, oh no, I can't see that now. That's fucking awesome. Oh man, and he's about just as relevant as Dane Cook ever was. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just has more back me. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, it, it, it was it was an interesting setup. It was pretty fun to see. Um, so let me. Uh, I'm still pushing for gender from Tinder <laughs> is what Travis went in with. Uh, boy, uh, that'd be a freaky first date. Yeah. <laughs> um, d uh, d d yeah, I, I just I. Wow. Uh just just think, man. That 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 man was was a champion in the WWE. Uh, he will forever be a former WWE champion. Yep. For the year just 2017. Face. Might as well have been the pandemic all over again. Let's face it. I mean forgot, with that band well. cage match. Listen, who had a better reign? Jinder or David Arquette? <laughs> David Arquette. <laughs> Now you're just trolling. You're right. Well, at least David Arquette's famous. <laughs> hey, how many how many YouTube views does that does that uh, clip from Monday Night Raw have? Isn't it like uh, six billion or something? What did they? Uh, it came in and something high. What, George, what are you what are your thoughts on uh, how that all went down? And and is this something that you know uh like you said you just said uh in terms of the internet buzz is this something that shows that the wwe can instantly uh draw the eyes 
to the product in whatever fashion, you know, whatever the clip is. Uh, whereas that's something that AEW needs to kind of work on is getting internet buzz. It's funny because, like, obviously we're all older. I mean, I, I can look by everybody's uh, faces and and receding hairline and wh- whatever you know that that we're all we're all been kind of, we we all kind of started watching uh, wrestling probably in the, what late eighties, early nineties, whatnot. You know, so we're kind of spoiled in some way, and obviously we're older, so we kind of watch and understand wrestling in a different way. So I was watching, you know, the the Rock or what what happened on Raw. Uh, with my seven-year-old and you know what he said he said whoa is that black adam so 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 it's like but but again and 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 i know it's a little bit different now but at least at least when i was a kid celebrities and movie stars were like a pretty big deal so them to show up on oh my god willie nelson's gonna be at wrestlemania 7 oh my god jonathan taylor thomas is gonna be the the special belt keeper at wrestlemania 11 oh my god like that that's that's jonathan so- taylor yeah. thomas that was the thing yeah oh, yeah in 11 it was like jonathan to no nicholas Taturo from nypd blue <laughs> jonathan <laughs> thomas pamela anderson jenny mccarthy come on mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah, it was a big thing for celebrities to be at at a WrestleMania the year before the yeah, like Burt Reynolds and Ronda Sheer, whatever. Look, look it up. Um, but but again, going back to it, it's kind of a big deal for you know for maybe guys that or people that don't know that The Rock, you know, he was major a major guy in the WWF WWE. So for now, this new generation of people seeing that. Oh my god, like there's this big time movie star going to the WWE. That's pretty freaking cool. And now this new generation of, of fans might come on to um watch WWE just because of that. With that said, absolutely hated the promo up until the last 30 seconds. Just because, and I get it, it's all about the greatest hits, but we saw this promo already with the Austin Theory thing a couple months ago on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Just insert new uh, another guy here with a crowd. Oh, this this crowd, this side of the ch- crowd, chant this, and then that side of the crowd chant that. I get it. It's that's cool. not even it's, his best work. I I didn't even like that. Like yeah, it's cool. I get it. Greatest hits. People are gonna pop. But again, I think the, the promo really meant nothing up until the last thirty seconds of it. And I think the delivery of that head of the table uh, crip was flat out genius because i had no i had no idea where he was going up until he said what he said yeah it was it was um it was a smart way to just kind of get to it with with that feel of you know normalcy right every you know okay we yeah we get this we get that whoa Mm -hmm. did he just do what we think we he he just did I thought he was, he was going to drop like a poontang pie joke or something. <laughs> uh, can't do that anymore. The Rock is about seven years away from doing AARP commercials, so he's not going to be doing poontang pie. <laughs> Hi, my name is Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and I just got this letter in the mail. He'll be doing those new Gen X commercials. Right, yeah. Right along with Frank And your Thomas. lady's going to love it too. <laughs> Um, so, you know, here's the thing and, and, uh, Steve, why don't you weigh in on this? It was a setup. What, what possibly do we get if 
Cody is going for the finish of the story. And now The Rock wants to be headed to the table. Yep. Uh, what the fuck's going to happen, dude? So here's the thing. And I, I don't know whether they're going to go down this route. But if you look at historically what they've done at the WrestleMania 20, 30, and 40 cards, mm. those shows have had a three-way. Sure. 20, obviously, you had he who shall not be named in the match against Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And then WrestleMania 30, you had Daniel Bryan, Batista, and Randy Orton. I can't believe that was do, 10 years ago already. It's mm, nuts. Right? It's nuts. Do do they do they do Cody, Roman, and The Rock? Right. That's I mean, it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, and that way you could, you could build up the match, uh, because the, the biggest, the biggest thing for WWE is going to be the revenue generation aspect of it. Um, when you've got the capability of, you know, a $20 million or more revenue stream, um, it, right. dude, why not load up your biggest show of the year? It, why not? Absolutely. So, you know, it, it, it would make sense. They could, they could. Yep, and Travis brings up a great point too. Um, you know, Yoko versus Luger and Hart. I mean, it it's it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if they just say fuck it and we're going to have a three-way and that's how it's going to go. Um, plus, you could even have Cody pin the Rock. That finishes the story that gets the title off Roman. He didn't get beat for the title and then you can run it back co- uh, with Rock versus Roman one-on-one while also spy, uh, spiraling the title out away from Roman completely. All right. So if you do it that way, Cody also gets to say he beats the family. He beats the bloodline. Absolutely. Okay. But that's exactly what I'm going to come at you, Rob, with, because I know this is just going to make you mad if they did this. And that is, what if The Rock ended up doing a swerve in that match and basically – rock bottoming Cody and letting Roman pin him <laughs> and Roman keeps the belt. I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would do that. It, that it would, would make, be something though. That would it, be something. Cause, cause here's the thing. Dwayne Johnson doesn't need the money. No. His movies are mediocre. Doesn't matter. His movies are good. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He doesn't need the money, but he also doesn't want to be pinned. And he doesn't want to, you know, you know, bow to somebody else. But he, he doesn't get he doesn't get pinned. He's the one who created the pin for Roman, and he's passing the torch and saying, "You no, are no, the all right, all right, fair enough, fair enough." So, so oh, but here's God. the thing. Here's the thing. If he does that, Roman's credibility, Roman's credibility, beating Edge and Daniel Bryan went through the roof for me when he stacked them up and pinned them. I went, this fucking guy whether he wrestles only 20 matches a year, 20 matches a season, he earned his stripes that night. If The Rock has to do it again, remember when The Rock did that five years ago and and they booed him and The Rock, (laughs) and The Rock was like, you know, giving the people's eyebrow, not ironically this time, he was pissed because he's like, I just put my name behind this guy and you're booing me now. So, I mean, if you do that, Dwayne Johnson looks bad, has less credibility, Roman Reigns doesn't get any further over with the fans, even as a heel, because you could be over as a heel 
and be a, and be a heat magnet. Uh, not in the way that you know Dom is, where you're just obnoxious, but you could be that reviled. But now you're just—I look at you like pitifully. Like, why are you holding the belt this long and you can barely win a goddamn match? Like MJF walked into the ring with like fucking full body cast on, you know? Like, what the fuck is this? What is he gonna walk in with a fucking walker? Hold on there, I'm your scumbag. I'm like. What what am I watching here? All right, he's injured. Fine, he lost. Even with that weak, no, get him out of here. Just drag him out by his ankles. Like I'd never seen a, a Hogan three count like that with the limp arm, and he it fell halfway. And like, all right, come on, he's done. The kid's done. You so, know, I was okay. waiting for some really racist freaking commentating too. Wow, I've never seen a kid get beat this bad since nineteen forty. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, so, so wait, so George, we can't la- allow Roman to be uh, uh, get a patronizing pin. We we so, cannot patronize him. George, you know you're you're very knowledgeable with the history of WWE. Um, I go back to one of my favorite fucking moments of all time was WrestleMania 2000, where every single person in that building was pissed because triple h retained mm-hmm. the title and that's yeah. the first time they ever did it where yeah. they had the heel you know yeah. retain the title so i mean what what where do you see this like you said your son here he's excited wait that's that's black adam holy shit what is going on um so now you have kind of that idea of a new generation kind of tuning in because here is a movie star but you're also kind of stuck. Is is that the eyes you want to bring so that if you elevate Cody, now you've elevated this this guy into a whole new light of, of eyes bigger than probably, even though WrestleMania is so huge, you've now introduce Cody Rhodes to a whole bunch of people that might end up seeing Cody Rhodes in movies in mm-hmm. three years. Yeah, I wouldn't that that wouldn't surprise me. But also just kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier is that we you know we all kind of grew up in a specific way. We're, we've all been accustomed to WrestleMania being the end all be all, right? If it doesn't happen at WrestleMania like then yeah. what are we even doing, right? So obviously things have changed in the last year or so with Endeavor and new people in charge to the point where they want more WrestleManias. And, and I say that at not not more WrestleManias throughout the year, but they want to think of an Elimination Chamber as a WrestleMania-type event. They want to think of whatever that France show as a WrestleMania-type event. They want to be able to sell out stadiums just in a random May, like some day in May, or obviously they have the... The Clash of the Castle about a year ago, year and a half ago. So I, I feel like they want to do more of that um, th- throughout the year, not just at WrestleMania. So I really do think they're going to have The Rock versus Roman in Australia. Uh, they want that, yeah. even though, you know, Elimination Chamber is not really, doesn't have that WrestleMania feel, but that's just yeah. the name. You know, who's to say that it doesn't have a WrestleMania? Like, how many, and uh, obviously a lot of uh, awards of last year are going to WrestleMania night one. But how many times throughout the the previous years has the best pay per view not been a WrestleMania? 
Sure. You know, and so that that kind of, you know, happens a lot throughout the years, even to the point where M- Money in the Bank 2011, a lot of people think that that was one of the greatest pay-per-views throughout the year. Um, but again, but I, I think going back to what I'm saying is I think we as fans have to let go of WrestleMania being the all and all be all and seeing these rest and start seeing more of these WrestleMania type matches at Elimination Chamber, at a backlash, at uh, Money in the Bank. But I want to jump on to something you just said there. They watered down WrestleMania by making a night one, night two. I'm not saying that there aren't people who are of the caliber of WrestleMania level that deserve to be on there. But when you made two nights of it now, for 30-something years, WrestleMania has been the event. When you add a second night on it now, it diminishes some of those matches. Some of those matches you could have cut out. But but let's 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 go to the reason they made it to. Did they not do that because of the pandemic? No, they did it because they were running WrestleMania at something like six hours, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, dude, I, WrestleMania thirty two was oh my god <laughs> that that shit was like seven hours. Right, Steve all was right. Literally still there. I still have PTSD <laughs> from that shit. But and, right. and why, why draw maybe 60, 70,000 for one yeah. night when you can do 45, 50,000 throughout two nights? You're getting, you're exactly. probably getting the venue for free, anyways. So the, that part of the cost the, is low. The, the benefits of it are good, but as, yeah, a, yeah. as a mark, okay, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a mark who's not accustomed to change, and I don't <laughs> like change, and I'm watching this. At going, least you're willing to admit it because a lot of people don't. I'm yeah. saying I'm a mark. I'm like, wait a minute now. So now, what's the important night? What is the night I'm supposed to be? Because I was in the closing match of WrestleMania. Well, which <laughs> night, sir? And now, is night one more important or is night two more important? So this is also, we're, we're also probably going to see the first one of these two-nighters that each main event could be the same relevancy in terms of being the most you're finally going to get the raw belt as the main event of one night and the smackdown belt yep. as the main event. what i will say that they did smart yep. intelligently with wrestlemania 39 was have the tag team belt lost by the usos because now that set the storyline up for the following mm-hmm. night and now when we how are we going to go into that evening so it's not like they didn't utilize it well I don't like having two nights. Kind of fundamentally, I don't gotcha. like it. I would rather you find out what your most important storylines are and get to the point. There was about four or five okay. matches they could have cut out. So, But if you do that, unfortunately, what you're doing, and this is why WrestleMania was becoming a seven-hour program, is that even though you have guaranteed contracts, in those contracts, there is the WrestleMania bump. So these guys get uh, you know extended pay now george has got a point here and that is with some of these pay-per-views kind of changing uh and being overseas um you know that's that's something that is uh definitely i think going to influence the contracts as well um and you're going to see that the guys are going to get better pay for certain events uh, which might be able to make them scale back. But I think, you know, with Endeavor being, why would Endeavor say, 
Oh no 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 no! Just well, no, minute. and that's the thing. You cannot put that. You cannot put that back into the can. Now, I would not compare. Travis is trying to say it's like the NBA All Stars and the MLB, which is a two day event. My problem with that oh, analogy is, it's way different. The NBA All Star and the and the MLB All Star. The only advantage is whoever wins that game gets home field advantage uh, at, at the World Series. And no, you can, no, oh, not anymore, buddy. Oh. So well, they don't do that anymore. They don't do that. They don't do that in the MLB anymore. No, they cut that out about uh, three or four years ago. Oh, it's well, then back, there you go. It's even less relevant. It's, and, it's back to the um, whoever has the um, the best record. The best record. But think, think about it like this. The, the best way I could imagine is like, what if you made the Super Bowl the best two out of three? And you would go, well, World <laughs> Series is uh, oh, God. Oh, now I got to watch two more of these fucking games. Jesus Christ. And you're laughing at that, but that's the way I looked at WrestleMania was. I looked at WrestleMania like it was the Super Bowl of the WWE. Everything's leading to this one night. But, but now just one, you can look at it as one, everything leading up to one weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't hit the same. And the home run and, derby and actually, has no you know what? George just made a fucking great point. Not even one weekend. One fucking full week now. Yeah. Because yeah. of the way that they they schedule, lead up, yeah, and the lead yeah. up and then the afterwards. So you can't put that you can't put that back in the can. I get it as as some guy who's just getting on and 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 doesn't like change. I don't care for that, um, because now the now it's going to dilute things a little bit. Because now you're going to go. Well, I was on which night? Which night is the uh-huh. night? You're going to have a Miz logic to it, where you go, well, I was on the relevant night. I wasn't on the Saturday preamble one. I was on the Sunday one, and I'm like, yeah. but also to be fair, nobody's saying that though. It, well, no, it's going to get well, to that point. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, eventually, we're saying it, but none of them are like. For example, like when they, when you ask somebody like AJ or Sasha or whoever, they're not saying, ah, you know, I was only the main event of night one. Like, no, I was a WrestleMania main event. Period. Yeah. They don't say yeah. like with an asterisk. So I, I I agree with with a lot what you're saying, but sometimes I got to go back and like, you know what? It probably means more to them. Uh, yeah. Like you can all these guys that says like, oh, I don't want to be in the Hall of Fame, it but then when they actually like, get inducted, they're like, oh my god, it's the biggest honor in the world. At face value, at a quick glance, it feels like the participation trophy where we want to get more people in into this. Mm-hmm. And what New Japan does is ridiculous. Japanese are insane. I wanted to see a, <laughs> I wanted to see Kenny Omega versus Jericho. I woke up, I took a nap, woke up at ten o'clock at night. I'm like, yes. <laughs> what is this gonna fucking happen? Eight Tomorrow. hours, goddamn later. <laughs> I had bloodshot eyes. I was like, oh, God, this is fucking just kill him. Put him through the goddamn chair already. Oh, he did. He teed him on a chair. Thank God. It's over. Um, Just think, went- you could have just waited a year and just saw them wrestle in AEW. No, no, but it was was it where now to your to since Steve's point that it was an eight hour fucking match. What I have wanted to what I have wanted to wait over two different days to find out when Jericho was going to because the Japanese love teasing shit and never being right, coming up next. We're going to have Jericho versus Kenny Omega. And you're like, okay, when? <laughs> next. When? Next. And then it's like eight hours <laughs> later, you're like, well, I mean, you know. the, that that's that's the thing with any kind of a, a long a longer event, you know, that they need to break those up into two days. And mm. it's not if you're gonna make an event two days like a two-day WrestleMania or a two-day Wrestle Kingdom, 
make it known which matches are going to be on which day to be to be 100 transparent because that way your audience who mm-hmm. might be attending the event knows if they can only make it to one show which one to go to um is so it understood that's the only that's the only kind of a, an issue that i one, have it's for both nights or you have to pay per night you have yeah you, buy, you buy a ticket it's for each day. Oh, god yeah yeah and the thing is speaking as somebody who like i loved taking wrestlemania trips uh i did 12 manias in a row and i would make it into a vacation and a lot of people did that where let's say the events in new orleans i would get into new orleans on a wednesday there would be wrestling shows from other indies and other promotions that are latching on as well starting thursday so i was already there and it, it just makes sense. So, of course, I'm going to be more apt to want to break things up into multiple days because I'm going to be there for those kinds of things. Um, if if you're just watching it at home, yeah, I mean, I can see where the draw isn't as profound as what it is, you know, if you're going to be in that destination area anyway. But, yeah, it, and let's, and it's let's, change. Yeah. It's change. And yeah, no, and it has changed. And, and, you know, and but but the the one thing that we're excluding, um, and this is one of the biggest reasons that if The Rock has involvement in WrestleMania to any extent, yep. uh, it's going to be huge because Absolutely. of the fact that the city is benefiting. The, the WrestleMania has become unbelievable for these cities in terms of making money. And on top of that, it's become something very uh, lucrative uh, for the independents. May I jump in and and say something about The Rock, though? He has, in the ring, he looks pretty good. Looks pretty good in the ring for that little segment, for that little scuffle he had. With Jinder Mahal, he was out of breath a little bit afterwards, mm-hmm. but then you know to go right back into a cutter promo a second after he had a fight. I, I, fine. I don't think there's a lot of ring rust there. I think the leaves him in. He seems to have a little mic rust and character rust. He, he, I still get a feel that I'm watching Dwayne Johnson impersonate The Rock. Um, The Rock would never break character. As as The Rock, he would never break character. He would not smile. He would not acknowledge the audience. That was the whole idea. He's that arrogant. He's that confident in himself. Whereas now, excuse me, I got to, he kept doing this. Excuse me, I want to get another, uh, one more, one more point out. I I feel like he has to get re-immersed into his old character. If that if is and maybe you guys Jesus might think it's not I I hope no one ever walks on your fucking lawn. <laughs> oh no, I was that guy when I had I when I had my house in New York. I'm like, these fucking kids, what the fuck are they doing? They're sledding down my. I just got that car repainted over the summer. These kids are throwing snowballs at it. What's going on? Do you know how much my rent is on this place? I don't have insurance on the freaking driveway. That's a public driveway. Jesus Christ, who told them they could sled down this freaking thing? What am I, the only one? Um, Travis b- brings up a great point. Different audience, and and that's that's simple. And you know that's the whole thing. Things things change, um, and also he's not a twenty six year old cocky arrogant asshole anymore. You know he is Black Adam. 
No, so, I hope not. That's his worst movie. Well, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that the that's a low bar, sir. Yeah, well, um, but that that's what you're looking at now is that he's identified as this, that, or the other with you know a lot of these different fans. So it's harder to just say, well, he should be this. Um, it, for instance, Austin has never been anyone else but Steve Austin. That's it. Um, but, you know, The Rock is a little bit different. Um, even Cena has changed his persona now. Uh, and I think you'd see the same thing if Batista comes back. Batista's not going to be the animal anymore. He's going to be, hey, look, it's, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy guy. No, so, I see three guys who are about three more years away from doing insure commercials. Right. And and that's why the next generation, the Bianca Belairs, the Cody Rhodes, these are your next movie superstars because they're all in their you know late twenties to uh, mid thirties. So that's what you're building too, are new stars. All so right. when Cody Rhodes does Tooth Fairy Two, how are they going to explain the neck tattoo? <laughs> I do think I do think we're, we're a matter of weeks away from a scorch earth type promo from Cody Rhodes, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I, I think that we might see some of the most entertaining Cody Rhodes stuff in the next three months. Um, I've always, listen, um, DDP uh, has known Cody since Cody was a kid. Uh, it's pretty much like an uncle to him, right? And Paige always saw what was there. Even when people, you know, were critical of Cody um, and just, you know, going, you know, the Stardust stuff, the, you know, the the mustache stuff, the Dash and Cody Rhodes stuff. Um, he knew because he knew what kind of person Cody Rhodes is. And I think that's the difference um, that we're seeing now is that he's matured into someone who can bring himself to the character, which he didn't he didn't have that before. And I think even in AEW, that was a problem for him. Now it's it's like riding a bicycle. You look at this guy and you go, you forget everything in the past and you see this guy now and you go my god i mean that that guy is he has everything what he was what very close in aew but he, he became stale because he was not allowed to be anything but right. the face and he started crushing guys and screwing up some of his storylines he, he needed to lose a few more times in aew and that stipulation with the belt where he couldn't yeah. you know wrestle for the belt sure. he cut himself off at the knees Completely I mean, agreed. There's no doubt. Um, he should have had the belt before MJF. And, and allowed and, himself uh, allowed himself like six or seven months to be a champion. Right. And then he could have passed the torch to MJF, etc. Yep. You know, sure. There wouldn't have been a sin. So, I mean, there, there's no doubt. But I think you're seeing, you're seeing the difference in terms of what the company is in terms of now that Vince is out, 
for you're now. Seeing, you're seeing uh, for now. Let's let's face it. If Vince ever comes back, uh, it's just because of the fact that he literally made a deal with the devil. And what do they do to Walt Disney? I want to get back in. And can you imagine if he does come back? He's going to be like, "Where the hell is? It? Where's, where's Kevin Dunn? Like, you know." Where, where... And that's a, and that's a great uh, that's a great way to end it because uh, count number two is going to be about the departing Kevin Dunn and the WWE, uh, you know, saying goodbye to some of their older uh, people who established the product over the years. Uh, so tune in if you're listening on the podcast apps. Uh, you can tune in uh, on uh, Monday the fifteenth. Um, uh, we will have that one up. Uh, and then on the 16th, we'll have another, our third three count topic, uh, going up, uh, which is going to revolve around, uh, the, uh, possible teasing of a new member of the, what are they? The black bear pool club combat fighters or something. <laughs> black pool combat club. There we go. Those guys. Come on. Come on. So. Until then, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And, of course, uh, as DJ Impact would say, and hopefully DJ Impact will uh, will be showing up after this, uh, happy wrestling, everybody.